What does epic level weakness look like? Let's talk about that today. Here we go. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak and it's not for the fragile. But that's okay. We don't mind. Because we are weakless. Hey everybody, welcome back to A Moment of Weakless. This is episode number eight. And today I want to talk about a concept that we are going to come back to over and over again throughout the course of this podcast. Because it's important that I never let you forget what we're really shooting for here. Where we're trying to get to and what weakless should really look like. So in the beginning, it involves trying to figure out how to push your comfort zones wider and eventually get to a place where you can tolerate more discomfort. But back in episode five, we talked about surviving versus conquering. And that conquering place is really where we need to get to. It's the place where we have a level of weakness, a level of self-control and discipline, self-discipline, self-awareness, and overall strength, toughness that allows us to look at most of the things that we encounter in life and especially everything that we encounter in our self-care practice, and just sort of shrug, be like, I got this, no big deal. And I think you can even go a little bit beyond that to a place where you're running at discomfort, where you're starting to ask yourself, what else can I do? And I think that that's kind of the magic of this focus, of focusing on discomfort and becoming weakless, It's sort of the magic that gets you past those places that became sticking points in past attempts to take better care of yourself. Because once you start conquering, you sort of get addicted to that feeling, that that conquering, that champion feeling, that feeling like you're wearing a superhero cape all day, that you're starting to hear Eye of the Tiger playing in the background in your mind like it's your theme song. And that can really become addicting. It, It can become exciting and fun to a place where you run into things like cravings and you get a little bit excited. You think about something new that you want to learn in your fitness, like maybe some skill that you don't have in the gym or maybe just in general starting to lift weights or something like that. And you get those kind of butterflies in your stomach that are like, oh God, I'm going to have to go learn this new stuff and there are going to be people there. And just almost immediately you're going, yes, discomfort. Let's go do that. This is exciting because it's beginning to really pay off. Every time I find myself in discomfort, I end up creating something new and awesome in my world. Some new skill gets developed, or I find out how to be a little bit more happy. I find out how to avoid things that made me unhappy. I just learn and grow, and all of this happens in discomfort. It all happens right at the edge of my comfort zone, just outside where I used to hide. And so you get addicted to it because it's paying off. It's fun. It's exciting. You're getting all of this return. And you've worked for years to try to do these things and nothing else ever worked. And finally, this is really hitting home and you're going, oh my God, I can do hard things. It makes it thrilling and exciting. I feel like I'm conquering instead of just surviving. And I want more of that. 
I want more of that. And that is when you are truly weakless. That's when you've reached that place where you are actively looking for ways to expand your comfort zone in new and exciting ways. And you're finding that you will always overlook a ton of them. So there's always new opportunities out there. There's always new places to apply this. There are old beliefs in your mind that you've never examined. And there are things that you've always done to yourself, like self-deprecation and social comparison and perfectionism and rumination and all the stuff that we work on in Diligent Mind Self-Care, my membership program. And all of that that used to just be like obstacles in the road. Now it's all exciting and fun. You're going, wait a minute, what's that? That right there, that thing in my head, that's been a problem for a really long time. And it's always been super uncomfortable to have to dig into those kinds of things. But now I kind of like discomfort. Now I kind of like feeling the way that I get to feel after I tackle discomfort and get some amazing benefit from it. So bring it on. And then you put that thing on your radar. It, it becomes your focus. You go to war with it if it's something that needs to be beaten out of your thoughts. Or it becomes your crusade if it's something that you need to develop, a skill that you need to develop so that you can be better. And every single day you find yourself focusing on it because it's like your new hobby. This is my thing. I'm going to go do that. And eventually it goes away. And to be perfectly honest, it took me a long time to realize that this is what had happened for me. But this is the exact path that I took. And I've been teaching this stuff for a long time, but it's only been in the last year really that I started to put my finger on the fact that discomfort and becoming weakless, I hadn't coined that word yet, but that was really how it unfolded for me. And now I'm seeing that crystal clear, but I really, really suffered from a lot of insecurity and from a lot of perfectionism and a lot of rumination. Rumination was what I did with my time, probably at least 50% of my waking hours. I was ruminating about something. I was one of those people that would say, wait a minute, I was stressed out about something a moment ago. I need to go remember what that was so I can ruminate about it some more. And some of you would be able to relate. You'll like find yourself kind of happy and just daydreaming and go, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be stressed out and ruminating and frustrated or anxious about something or worried or whatever. And you literally go try to find the memory so you can do it again. And that's how well myelinated those pathways get in our minds. And I was really, really suffering. My self-care sucked naturally. I mean, nobody can just abuse themselves like that all day long and then treat themselves super well. And uh, I, I took it down horrible paths, even to drug addiction. And, and um, it was pretty awful. And I'm very fortunate to be alive, actually. But this was the path out. And like I said, it took me a while to figure out that this is how it happened. But I became addicted over time. I became addicted to those wins. Now, there's a place where that can go too far. And you can start just trying to figure out how to do hard things for the sake of hard things. You can see that in people who run until they're constantly injured or horribly metabolically broken. You can see it in people that, you know, did CrossFit until they were just full of aches and pains and eventually forced to quit. So we're not trying to punish ourselves and we're not trying to just chase the hard. We're trying to chase the hard when there is a benefit. Unless something is hard, but completely harmless 
everything else needs to be hard and beneficial. Like I expose myself to cold water in my shower every day or in my cold plunge that I built in my basement and I'll sit for four minutes in 34 degree water. That has enormous benefits to my health. I mean, a massive list, all kinds of stuff from everything from cognitive capacity and ability and function to mood all the way through to reduced inflammation and reduced risk of things like heart disease and Alzheimer's, just massive, better metabolic function, tons and tons of of benefits. But to be perfectly honest, when I'm getting in that cold plunge, I am thinking this is going to be hard. And that's the part that I'm addicted to. Now, I don't want to sit in there for a half hour and get hypothermia. I want to stay safe on that. But I can go in there because it's hard. Also knowing that there are a ton of awesome benefits. I'm not just doing something to torture myself. Now, to be perfectly honest, again, if there weren't any physical benefits to that, but it didn't hurt me, I might still do it on a regular basis. As long as it was guaranteed to not harm me in any way, as long as I did it for a responsible amount of time, I, being honest, I would probably do that anyway, because I want to continue to challenge myself and I want to continue to push those comfort zones. I want to continue to have this long list of things that pop into my memory. When I come across something really difficult in my real life, I can look at that list and go, I do hard things all the time. I'm not afraid of discomfort. I'm weakless. And that's kind of the benefit of all of this is that we create this list of difficult things. Then we come across other difficult things and we go, hey, that's just something else that's difficult, but I'm good at difficult. I'm really good at hard. And you just roll with the punches. So I probably would continue to do that even if there weren't benefits, but I hope you get my point. Don't do anything to hurt yourself, but do go out and deliberately try to become sort of addicted to this stuff. Go out and become addicted to that champion feeling. Go out and love feeling weakless and look for more ways to feel weakless and you will truly become weakless. And as I said in the beginning, I think the definition of weakless has to go way beyond just surviving things as we talked about in episode five. It has to go to that place where you're conquering and then I think it has to go to that place where you like the conquering enough to go look for more conquering. You can get here. If this sounds super foreign to you, well, maybe you jumped in at this episode and you need to go back to episode one and listen through, or maybe I just haven't sold you yet. Don't worry. I've got a ton more to tell you and we're nowhere near done with all of this, but this particular subject is going to come up from time to time. I'm going to come back and hit this in different ways in different podcast episodes because it's important. It's essential. You don't want to do this for a temporary period of time because it's exciting and new. And there's this new word weakless and this new thing, the weakless challenge. If you've got access to that through either the discomfort zone workshop or diligent mind self-care, but you don't want to treat this like a diet, like those things that you've done in the past where it was like a plan and the, the plan is exciting and there's new terminology and new things to learn and maybe even a new group of people. And then the excitement wears off and it's over don't let that happen. And the way that you're going to get around that particular obstacle is by truly becoming weakless, which is going to mean changing your mentality about what is hard and what is uncomfortable so much that you learn to run right at those things. 
All right, that's all I've got for you today. I want you to go start kicking this stuff around and start thinking about whether or not you are on the path to this place that I've described. And if not, what changes can you make to start aiming for that? You don't have to be there yet, but that needs to be your goal, that your mindset works like this, that your skill set is developed like this eventually. If you want to jumpstart on all this stuff, as usual, you can pick up the Discomfort Zone Workshop. The link will be in the show notes for this podcast. And otherwise, uh, I hope this one helped and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.